Hello and welcome to the Freedom Baptist Church podcast from Freedom Baptist Church in Mineola, Texas, where we're free from the chains of sin and death. Thank you for listening and please enjoy.
That's how most of us are. Preachers will get up and they'll tell you the great, wonderful lesson of walking in this great, victorious life. All these fantastic, flashy preachers, these young preachers, but chances are they don't have a clue about walking in the Spirit. It all preaches good. It all preaches good, Brother Kenneth, but it lives awful hard. And it starts dating. It starts dating. Now, like I said, this is going to be a real preaching, preaching message. It's going to be more teaching. It's going to be more how to find how to walk with God. How to be at peace with God. How to be at peace with your fellow man. To turn to 2 Peter. 2 Peter. We'll start reading at the first. I call this God's seven building blocks. Yes, sir. We're going to have to hurry through them. I'm thinking that we're going to come back and take one of them at a time and expound on each one of them at a time. But and everybody got 2 Peter? 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained the precious faith with us the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of our God, of God and of Jesus, Christ, Jesus our Lord. According to his divine power. Stop right there. According to his divine power. Now listen to this carefully. Hath given us. Given us. Unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding and great and gracious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Now that's what we're looking for. Is how to take on this. Well, Take on that divine nature. You see, these are great, exceeding great promises. Alright. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, listen to this. Giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue, and virtue, knowledge, and knowledge, temperance, and temperance, patience, and patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his own sin. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. 
Father God, I just really don't know why you want me to preach. I don't know why you would give it to me to preach. But Father, here I am. Father, I ask now that you bless the reading of your word. Dear God, I pray that there's someone here that it might help. Dear God, someone might glean something from your precious word. Dear God, I pray through the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I pray that you hide me behind the cross. Father God, I pray that you just use me one more time. In Jesus' name, Amen. Seven things. Seven things. This is how to live the Christian life. But we've got so much going on in our lives. So there's not a moment of the day that, that goes on. Not a moment of the night that goes on that there's not something to take our mind off of God. Like, uh, Saturday morning, from Friday morning midnight, from Friday midnight to Saturday morning midnight, I had 200 text messages. I had over 150 calls. There's always something that's trying to take your mind off of God, off of Jesus, off of His sacrifice. The Word said, and beside this, giving A L L diligence. All diligence. We're supposed to. Put God first in everything we do. We're supposed to take ourselves, die on that cross, like Paul said in the book of Romans. We're supposed to be raised in the newness of life. We're supposed to walk in the newness of life. And we start that by giving all diligence. You know, when I was a young man, I uh, tried rodeo. Wasn't very good at it. I can tell you where all the best emergency rooms are. In that <laughs> uh, but I thought that was my calling in life. And my calling in life when it, when it started when I was young. Every waking moment was about bull riding, bronc riding, saddle bronc riding, rodeo. Everything. I gave. Everything. When I wasn't riding bulls, I was riding bucking barrels. I gave all diligence to it. That's how we're supposed to be. The things in your life that you care about most take precedence over that. Give it all. I said, I gave all due diligence when I was a child to rodeo. Jesus is saying in Second Peter that we're to give all diligence to him. Lay it all at his feet for every waking moment. It's just not a passing thing. You know what a passing thing to get you? You want know a passing thing to get you, Brother Kevin? Sunday morning Christian. Sunday morning Christian. Doing God's service. Because you've got too much to do the rest of the week. You've got too much to do to walk in the fullness of God. You've got all these things that are that are coming into you. And I promise you, I promise you, 
the devil will throw everything at you he can. That's what he does. If we don't stay prayed up, if we don't stay heated up, if we don't stay indigent, if we don't give all A-L-L diligence to Jesus, it's a joke. And I hear all these preachers, these fancy preachers talking about standing in the name of Jesus. The holy, I'm the holy apostle standing in the name of Jesus. I hereby bind Satan. Satan will laugh at you. Because you know why? Satan's watching what you're doing. When you're not in church. When you're not. You see, Satan knows how to hit you. Satan's going to put everything in your life, everything in front of you. He knows what, what you're doing. And you know how to tell if you're a Christian? What you do at home. <clears throat> when nobody's watching you. Yeah, I'm going to get off here a little bit. I'm, I'm The things that we watch on TV, the things that we watch on our phones, the things that we listen to, the music that we listen to on our phones, the games we play. That's all taken away from A-L-L diligence. Now, if you were walking in the Spirit, there's seven building blocks here. And you build one upon the other. He didn't run these through just haphazardly. He stacked it one on the other. If you're going to learn to walk in the fullness of God, first thing you have to do is give all diligence. Lay it all on the feet. Give it all. When you get up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, be praising Jesus. You know, most of us have a utilitarian God. The only time God hears us is if we're like a petulant child. Daddy, I need. Daddy, I want. Daddy, this. Daddy, that. How long has it been since you just came into his presence? Say, Daddy, I love you. No, point not. My son who's in the back up and had to set up this small lady today. He was really about eight years old. And I just come in from off the road. He just, I, I was there in the, in the easy chair to recline. He just come down and sat the back. He said, look at him. I said, son, what do you want? He said, nothing. I just want to spend time with you. Did you hear that? Out of the mouth of an eight-year-old child. He cut me to the cold. He didn't want anything. He wouldn't want me to give me 20. He wouldn't want me anything. He just wanted my time. That's what God wants. He just wants your time. He just wants you to praise Him. He just wants you to talk about Him. He just wants you to love Him. How many of our prayers are just, Daddy, give me. Daddy, give me. Daddy, I've done something I shouldn't. How about Daddy, I love you? How about Jesus, I love you? How about Jesus? Thank you for what you did on the cross. How about thank you for saving me out of that pit of hell? How about saving, how about thank you, Jesus, for not letting me go to the end? How about Jesus? How about thank you, Jesus? 
How much time do we spend? Thank you. Being in His presence. Just walking around with a smile on your face for no apparent reason. You know, I, I, I've got a tagline everywhere I go. Do you know Jesus? There's another verse in that. Does Jesus know you? Because a lot of us, a lot of us know about Jesus. As a matter of fact, the devil knows Jesus. The devil, the devil, the demons are better theologians than most everybody at Updown Theological Seminary because they were there when he was written. You know how much they know? They know enough to be scared of it. Scared of God. We, like I say, how did you kill a train? How about giving him all your time? Not holding it back. Not holding back that 15 minutes. How about asking for somebody to send by you that you can tell about Jesus, that you can lift that person out of that pit of hell? How about asking God to send you somebody that you can tell about Him? <coughs> they, uh, how about this? How about this? How about you're in an operating room? The doctor comes in, look at his wife. He's going to put you on, he's going to have an operation on your heart and brain. Whatever you're part of your doctor looks at you and says, Well, I don't really know a whole lot about this, but uh, we're going to give it our best shot. How about that? He said, I, 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 got, a, I got a golf game here in uh, about 30 minutes. We've we, we got to wrap this up. Uh, I, I, I've got a rodeo. I've got a fire trap. I've got, I've got something to do. I've got to be at in 30 minutes. We've got, we, we got to cut you quick, fast, and often and get you out of here. How about just taking time with you? Would you want that doctor that's been cutting your head, cutting your heart, cutting your body where it's instant death? How would you just want him to be just flipping about it? No. You want him to spend time in his doctor's book, Brother Kevin. You want him to know what he's doing, Brother Philip. You want him to be on top of his game, Brother Curtis. You don't want him just coming in off a bad, off a bad night at the Rio Palm Isle. Man, it got right last night. Of course, y'all, most of y'all don't know what the Rio Palm Isle is. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that sin later. But how many of us just go through life giving God our second best? The word says that to obey is better than sacrifice. Ah, that's round one. Second round is going to be a little harder. Virtue. Virtue is your inner integrity. That's what you do when nobody sees you. That's doing the right thing. When you know, I see all these YouTube, these YouTube videos, these videos about these guys walking around with these cameras and walked up with this guy, and he's got he he got he's doing his selfie thing, and here he has this guy twenty dollar bill. Look at me. Look at me. I'm giving. Yeah. How much would you give if you turn that phone off? How much would you give if you turn that phone off? How much 
of a Christian are when there's nothing to be gained for you or your ego. How many times? Well, brother Kevin, I'll go be that if I can be the kingdom speaker. I'm the man. How much? God wants it all. He won't accept anything. You remember why he took the, the Hebrews into captivity? It was for them bringing uh, sacrificial animals that weren't pure. How many times do we just come and say, well, I just, eh, I don't know about Sunday morning, Brother Kevin. I don't know about Sunday morning, Brother Curtis. You know, that lake is still looking good. God was giving. Yeah, he will. Anyway. But being a Christian ain't about what you do. It's about what other people do. Because there's always somebody watching. Always. The devil will make sure there's somebody watching. And if he ain't, but the measure of your virtue is what you do when everybody looks. It's what you do when that camera's turned off. You know, we've all watched them. Then when they have the, the, uh, the uh, fashion shows at Milan or New York or wherever, them walking across the stage and all that. Man, how do you walk in real life? Show the world how you walk in real life. Quit putting on a show. Quit coming on for Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. How about live for Jesus all the time? How about pray all the time? The words that Paul said, pray without ceasing. The only way we're going to make it is the only way we're going to stand up to the wilds of Satan, because I guarantee you, he's been around a while. He knows where our weaknesses are. He knows how to get to us. He knows how to get to us. I can see right now we can get, get through all this. Virtue. Virtue is what you are inside. What you are inside when nobody's looking. Remember, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. How do we do it? How do we live that overcoming life? By giving God off. By staying in the Word. Staying prayed up. Staying keyed up. Looking for somebody to witness. Being who you are. Not being, when I, when I grew up, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, Brother Curtis, you can see all these Sunday morning Christians. They come to church and they're stupid Sugar wouldn't melt in their mouth. Brother Tony, that was the same ones I saw at the club now, Oh, I heard them. Yeah. What are you when nobody's looking? Because there's always somebody looking. I don't want to be like a Christian. I, 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 I don't want to be like Brother Steve. I know he's a phony. But looking for yourself. And the only way that you can stay on top of things is stay in the Word. Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not 
stand against thee. When temptation comes in, brother, it will come. It will come. What do you have in your arsenal? Brother, Roloff once told me, you are what you are on your knees. I quote those on great men of God like this. And I learned a lot from them. And I'm very seldom. I met a lot of godly men. But uh, he wants me to stop. Alright. Now, that's two. Let's go on with temperance. Temperance is that value that you have that Paul had. If causing my brother is going to if eating meat is going to cause my brother to sin, I'll eat no more meat. Was eating meat to sin? No. But Paul said, "I become all things to all men in order that I might win some." What are we doing to do? Are we willing to walk right, talk right, pray right, think right, sleep right, eat right, to keep one more soul out of hell? Keep one more soul out of hell. That's what this is all about. If, if we're not about keeping people out of hell, if we're not teaching, teaching, about teaching people how to walk in the Spirit, how to walk in the fullness of life, how to live Jesus' life 24-7, let's go let's, let's to go home. Temper. Virtue is what you are when nobody sees you. Temperance is what you are when everybody sees you. Three, four. Patience. Oh. Oh. I don't want patience. I want it now. Oh, you're on the bus here, brother. We've been praying. We've been praying about a lot of things for a while. I want now. But you know what God said? In the fullness of time. In the fullness of time. Waiting builds character. And most of you know that I'm pretty much a character. But I don't like to wait. I like to see it now. I mean, Brother Kevin was talking about the other day. And I was telling you about this plant in, in uh, South America that if you put in the ground, it, it takes 25 years for it to germinate to come up. Is that seed any less vital when it's in the ground? You may not see that person. You may not see that aspect of your life. Over that seed. 
That seed we planted. We were talking about the seed we we seen come to fruition last week. You know what? I'm going to call the son of the My son's a hard man. He's hard headed. He's he, he, he like a daddy. He, 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 you got to, you got to show him. And by show him, I mean whoop him about the head three or four times with a hard. But that's the lady that she brought. That hot show. Now, I've been praying, I've been praying, God, do what you have to do to that boy, do what you have to do to that boy. And it's 3 o'clock, 11 o'clock tonight. He called me. He said, Daddy, what is this person? Did you hear that? He's hard to hate. He don't want to have nothing to do with it. That prayer. Nothing to me. He's planting that seed. He called me and asked me, Daddy, what is this first thing? But you can knock me over each other. I've been praying for that for years. Last night, the little granddaughter came in. Father, teach me how to pray. That's what it's about. Perseverance. You hit it. You 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 worked on it Thursday night. Perseverance. Perseverance is what you do when there's you can't see nothing around you but like that pile of soft clouds. You can't see the ground. You can't see up. You can't see out. All you see is problems. And if you listen to the voice. If you don't, what do you say? He said, I listen to him crash all the time. The Holy Spirit, that's your voice. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit teaches you, it tells you, it reproves, it rebukes, it exhorts. We don't want to hear that reprove and rebuke. We want to hear the Holy Spirit. Exhort and tell us how good a person we are, brother. Brother Andrew, how good a person we are. But that reprove and rebuke is in there too. If you give up, if you let the storm take over, if you take your eyes off it, if you keep listening, if you keep listening to the voices in your head, brother, how long, brother Kevin, how long have you been been praying for this? How long have you been praying? How many, how, how much time? How long long have we prayed for this, Sharon? One more time. One more time. Because that one more time, when you give up, when you say, I can't do it, God. I can't do it. I'm at the end of my rope. Congratulations. That's what God's waiting for you to do, is get to where you can't do it. Because if you can do it, you're going to get glory in it. Bible says, no flesh with glory in God. We keep planting that seed. We keep praying. We keep planting it. We keep praying. We keep watering it with our tears. It's not ours to judge when it grows. It took a long time for my son to ask me what, what a verse of scripture meant. It didn't take quite as long for that little grandbaby. But it still is. Do you hear what I'm trying to teach you? 
Is any of this coming through? Is it like mud? If you listen to that voice, get everything out of your head. Focus on that voice, that still, sweet voice. If you get to listen to those voices in your head, you're going to crash and burn. If you listen to that doctor tell you how bad off you are, you're going to crash and burn. If you listen to that, that, that old drinking buddy, that old dope buddy telling you that, that man, that you, you, need to, you need to try. You, you, you need to try some of this good stuff here. You ain't never had no dope like this. If you listen to them voices, taken into the promised land. The waters were out in the Jordan River 15 miles. Joshua's going to take them to the river. That sounds impossible, doesn't it? How did they get through the river? Number one, the priest. By the way, we are all a royal priest. The priest the ark. The ark symbolic of the Holy Spirit. The priest walked up to the water. One step. And the water abated. He took another step. And the water abated. One step at a time. If you try to get on, if, if you try to jump off the train in Minneola, Texas and think that you're going to catch the train again, up in Dallas, Texas, it ain't going to work. You've got to stay on the train, just like the man had to focus on the voice. If we get our eyes off Jesus, if we get off that train, I didn't like what Brother John was saying. He, didn't, he needed to get right with God. I just don't like what he was saying. I don't, I, 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 no, no, that ain't right. If we jump off that train, well, I think I'll go up here and jump back home. Somebody that like what somebody that like what I preach a little bit today. <clears throat> Stay on the train. Persevere. Don't get off track. Listen to the voice, Brother Steve. Comfort. Now we're going to sing, and then we're going to get out of here. And oh, yeah, by the way. By the way, Mr. Sting, I need you to come down here, please. Uh-huh. Do what your pastor said. How does that, that work? Does that sound all right? All right. Uh-huh, you did. Why don't y'all stand here? Or sit there in front. What do you need to do? I need Steve to sing it. You thought you were going to get away easy, didn't you? Alright, let's see, we're going to sing a couple of verses. Every head back in the round close. 